Hey everybody, I'm Chef Tim Lopez. I'm a line cook at the Philadelphia Eagles Novacare Complex in South Philadelphia. This podcast is where we take a step off the field and take a look at what's on the plate for our players, coaches, chefs, and celebrities from around the world. This is Feeding the Birds, presented by Amorosos. Welcome to the Feeding the Birds podcast, fans. We got episode three of season three today, and I have some wonderful interviews for you today. We have Brandon Graham, number 55. He is in studio with us, and we're going to have a wonderful chat with him about his food culture. Also on the show today, from Carlo's Bakery in Hoboken, New Jersey, you know him from the TV show Cake Boss on Discovery Family, Chef Buddy Valestro. We're going to get started with Buddy and I had a blast talking with this guy at the Beats and Eats event in Philadelphia. We talked about Italian cuisine. We got into a little bit of Giants-Eagles rivalry. We even talked about what he hooks his family up for breakfast. So here's our first interview with Buddy Valestro. You got a pretty important job, man. You got to oh, yeah. feed all the players, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 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 definitely uh, the biggest full-time gig I've ever had. You know, I worked everywhere, long times, country clubs, restaurants, Dive bars, but working for the birds. So, so, it's a good the, thing. so the football players, just out of curiosity, because they're a lot bigger, do they eat a lot more, or you wouldn't eat as much as I would think? I would say this: I think the guys you think eat a lot by looking at them do, and the guys that don't, <laughs> that don't don't. But I will tell you this: it, for performance nutrition, we're very focused on that at the Philadelphia Eagles, and um, each guy gets what they need. To keep themselves really, you know, on point on the field. So, it's it's not so much like if it's a big guy you feed them a lot, if it's a small guy you don't feed them so much. It's whatever, based on what their needs are to maintain their muscle to recover from, you know, injury. That's the way we feed them. So, so if they were gonna play the Giants on a Sunday and I brought them a cake early, you well, know, what you so do is you drop that cake in the Giants locker room. <laughs> All right, don't bring it to our locker room. But when we win the game, then you bring us a cake. After the game, that's Absolutely. what I want to say. All right, I'm going to start the formal part of the interview, so I'm going to just introduce you. Yeah. And uh, we're going to just keep this going because do it. Dude, you're so easy to talk to. This is great. All right, we are joined by the cake boss, Buddy Valestro, master baker, owner of Hoboken's Carlos Bakery, star of the TLC show Cake Boss, from wedding cakes to Italian pastries. His award-winning designs are frequently featured in bridal and baking magazines. Buddy Valestro. Thank you for sitting down with us today on Feeding the Birds. Oh, my pleasure, brother. Thank you so much. So, I got to ask you, I, I, I did a lot of research into your background. I've been watching you on TLC for years. I love what you do with baking, but you're Italian. I want to talk about Italian food with Let's you. talk Italian Let's food. Let's talk Italian food. What is your 100% favorite Italian dish of all time? Wow. It's probably got to be my wife's... Sunday gravy, like you know, she makes a big pot of sauce with meatballs and um, sausage, and you know, it's gonna be. She got the brajol in there, absolutely. And you know, you just wake up to the smell of the meatballs frying up, and then you come downstairs, and she she actually jars her own tomatoes. So you know, all fresh tomato sauce and over rigatoni every Sunday at my house. And you know what my favorite time, like you go really hardcore on it, is football season. 
Like once, because summertime, you know, it's so hot, you're down the shore, you're over here. It's not as like a staple, but come September, oh yeah, Sunday, I want to be home, watching a game, eating sauce. Absolutely, especially because it's that time of the year where it's you can eat something heavy like that and not be sweating like crazy while you're eating it. Exactly. You know, I don't mind ever, ever sweating when I eat really good Italian food. You know, that's the way you know it's working, right? Of course. 100%. 100%. I'm glad you said that because... Gravy is one of my favorite things in the world. Ah, so one of good. my favorite things in the world. Anytime we're cooking at the birds and we're, we want to do something that, that's a crowd pleaser, we're always going, reaching for Italian. A lot of times Latin cuisine, but Italian is like a huge number one staple, especially in South Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. So, and I know. Philly's I know got some. Way. Yeah, Philly's got some great Italian places here. Great Italian roots. Um, you know, so, again, we being in the Northeast, I think we're kind of spoiled with all the old world Italian traditions and kind of like Italian American cuisine, where it was really born. It yeah. was born in this area. Hundred percent, man. You know, so um, I think we're definitely lucky. We actually actually own um, some restaurants where it's Italian cuisine. I have one in the Venetian in Vegas. I got one here in uh, Bethlehem in Sands as well. And it's Buddy V's, and yep. we do you know probably my favorite dish on the menu there. I mean, we do have the Sunday gravy. Um, I got to say, probably the bone-and veal parm chop. So we do a bone-and veal parm chop, which is like a die for. <laughs> you, hit, you hit me right where I live. You hit me right where you, I live. Hit you right, you know? Oh, my God. I love it. I love it, my man. You put me in a room with, with, with veal any way you want to cook it, I'm there. Especially on the bone, pounded oh, thin. Definitely. You, you know, got to have it on the bone. Mm, so good. So good. All right, I know a lot of people wanted me to talk to you about baking, so let's get into that a little bit. But let's I had to it. ask you about Italian yeah, food in the beginning. So, basically, I had a couple questions for you here. Your dad taught you everything about the business. What's the most important thing he taught you about being a baker? The most important thing he taught me about being a baker is definitely always putting the best ingredients like using the best ingredients, making sure that you don't use shortcuts. Like, you know, if, 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 a, if a step or procedure is going to take longer or harder to do, but it's going to change the integrity of the product, you don't take those shortcuts. I think, honestly, the biggest life lesson he taught me was that you have to, if you want your staff to do what you do, you have to be willing to do it. So you got to lead by example. You got to be the first one in, the last one to leave. When you, it's time to scrub the floor, you're in the corner with a toothbrush. Because if you expect your people to do it, you got to show them that you're not too good to do it. And believe it or not, I mean, again, I got a lot of success. I do a lot of crazy things, but you'll still find me on that line and you'll still find me cleaning that floor today with my employees and when I jump into the line it's kind of like the military right I'm the general that wants to be in battle with the troops so when I go in you just get that much more respect because they know that you throw down and you actually give a care and that you don't feel like you're too privileged to do it yeah 100 man you got to teach by doing you got to show them that you're willing to do it first show them how to do it right and show them how to you know then they're going to show you that they know yeah that they learn from you 100 all right 
We don't have a lot of time left, but I want to hit you with three lightning questions really quick. Do it. All right. What's your perfect sandwich? Hit me uh, with that. Prosciutto and mutts. Oh, I'm with you, brother. Okay. What's the worst thing you ever ate in your life? Worst thing? Oh, man. My mother-in-law's meatloaf. Your mother-in-law's meatloaf? I think we, we, we share that agreement. I got a similar story, but I'm not going to go there. I don't know what the hell she's putting in. She had, like, hard-boiled eggs, all kinds. Like, <laughs> my mother made, like, like a big meatball with her meatloaf, you know? It was With like some a, eggs floating around in the middle. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Last question for you, buddy. What's your best breakfast comfort food? You worked long hours. You're getting up. Doesn't matter really what time of day it is. When you get up, you still want that breakfast. What do you got to have? Panettone French toast. Oh, yeah. That is, that is, I'm telling you. I'm with you right there. A little there. orange zest in there. Perfect. A little bit of amaretto in the batter. And you just, you know, with the, uh, it just soaks in. And I like the raisin panettone. So you get the sweet, you know, the little snaps in there. So good. I was going to ask you sweet versus salty, but I think we know it's sweet. Oh, yeah. I think we know it's sweet. <laughs> I want to thank you so much for sitting down with oh, us. Oh, my I know you're absolute busy pleasure. Guy, and I really appreciate everything you do. You got it, brother. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Fantastic time talking with Chef Buddy Valestro. Hey, up next, a fan favorite, one of my favorite Eagles, number 55, Brandon Graham, is in the studio with us. I had a blast talking with Brandon. I've had a pleasure cooking for Brandon since he was first drafted back in 2010. Guy knows how to eat, let me tell you. And you're going to hear all about it right now. Mm. It's time for our main course, presented by Amoroso's. I'm sitting down today with a gentleman I've known for quite a long time. I remember when he got drafted for Michigan. We were very happy to have him here, and we're very happy to have him back again to help take us on the road to glory. Number 55, Brandon Graham. Welcome to Feeding the Birds podcast. Uh, what's up, Tim, man? I'm happy oh, to be on it. I'm so happy to see you in here, man. I wanted to talk to you the year of the Super Bowl, but everybody got so busy. Yeah. And I get it, you know? Little food podcast. You know, Super Bowl is a little bit bigger of a deal. So, But I'm proud to sit next to you. I'm proud to cook for you. And I just want to say thank you so much for sacking Tom Brady. Oh, man, thank you. And I thank you for always, you know, taking care of me. You know my meals, you know what I'm saying. It's, it's, it all works together, man. And um, that's why we all, you know, got the ring because it, it all works together. Absolutely, man. So everybody working together for a common goal, kicking butt. Yep. I, I'm, I'm with you. Let's take them again. You yep. want to take them again like this year? grind it till you knock them down. That's right. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about your food culture a little bit. Okay. Coming up, what were some of your favorite foods that maybe mom hooked up after practice for you? Um, I'm I'm a big smothered pork chops type of wow. guy. You know, like you know, whenever that meal came out, you know, I was excited. You know, it was just certain stuff that just hit your tongue that just make you. Just melt on the inside. You know you know what that is. <laughs> I, know, I know exactly what it is. I think when we did your player meal in the cafeteria, yeah, yep. you had some other porch. You were our first guy, yeah, right? So, yeah, last you know, season. That's my that's my favorite. I mean, you know, um, but other than that, you know, just growing up, my mom always made a good breakfast. You know, all our food was good, but, you know, I always looked forward to breakfast. And then, you know, I never knew what, what lunch or dinner was going to be because she always say, when I asked, what you making? She was like, food. You know, she always would say that. So, you know, I stopped asking after a while. Right. You just showed up because you knew it was going to be good, Because I knew right? it was going to be good. Let's, let's get into breakfast a little bit. Every now and then, without you asking, I just get this feeling that it's a BG steak and eggs day. And I usually get it right around 7 o'clock, and I said, let me prep a steak for Brandon and throw it on the grill a little bit closer to when you come in and hook you up with steak and eggs. So 
Is that something you always ate your entire life? Were you a big steak and eggs fan? Oh, yeah, big steak and eggs fan. And, you know, that's funny, man, because you be hitting me right at the time where I, like, when you say steak and eggs, I'm like, oh, I'll go with that every time because I'll be at that point where I'm thinking what I'm going to get, what I'm going to get, and then you make that decision, man. It just, I just appreciate the moments right there, man. No problem, man. For real. It's, it's, it's a pleasure because you're easy. There's a lot of people out there, I'm not going to say they're picky. They're a little bit, you know, selective. Yep. But I know Brandon Graham likes steak. So I know if I hook you up a steak, you're definitely going to be like, no, not for me today, Tim. No, you're going to have the steak, yeah, right? Yeah, eat the 100%, steak. 100%, man. So thank you very much. I love doing it. And, you know, a lot of guys are following in your footsteps, too. And, you know, I get one steak on. i got to throw, like, three more on. So no. Oh, yeah, because once they're here, you made the decision for them, too. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. cool, you know, because I get, I get a chance to cook for you, and I understand what you're coming in there for. Mm-hmm. You know, I think... A lot of chefs in the back do that as well. I know Chef Nidera hooks you up with some really good mm-hmm. little fried chicken bits. Yep. And Chef Pee Wee's got your back. Yep. Chef Charles at the pizza oven. Everybody. Yeah, and you, we and got you your know, back. It, y'all do, man. You know, we make it easy for each other because we work well together. We respect each other. You know, we and we talk to each other. You know, that's the thing. Everybody's job is is just as important. So, you know, I just try to make it easy. Amen. Yeah. I appreciate you making it easy. It's, it's easy to cook for you, and it's a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. All right, let's talk Michigan. Let's talk Michigan because coney sauce, hot dogs, chili. Mm-hmm. There's a couple them, different styles. Them onions. And onions. Them yep. white diced onions, the fine dice. They can't be red. They got to be white. Yeah, they got to be white. They got to have the, the finely the shredded cheese. And the mustard. Yellow That's mustard. Right. Yellow mustard, 100%. Yep. City, famous for coney dogs in the area, Detroit, Michigan. Okay, which Coney sauce is the best in your opinion? I know they got a Detroit sauce, they got a Flint, Jackson, or Kalamazoo. Well, you know, I haven't had none other than uh, uh, Detroit, so it's tough because I, I heard that too. Like, Jackson is like three hours away mm-hmm. uh, from where I am. And then, you know, um, Flint, you know, is an hour and hour and a half away. And, you know, it's just like those places I will have to know people to go there and then right. try the difference. Yeah, you know you're what not I'm just going to hop in the car and say, yeah. I got to get me some Flint chili. Right. Like, like, yeah. No, but, maybe. maybe but like, I'm is, guessing I heard the area it is like, different, though. I heard yeah. it is different. So, you know, uh, that would be something to knock off the bucket list because, you know, go to the different cities and try them out and see if they are. I mean, how much a difference it is, you know? Mm-hmm. I think each one has its merits, although I think when we hooked some up in the cafe a couple years back, mm-hmm. I got a Detroit sauce recipe uh, from Brent Selig, um, and when I put it out, you said that's banging. Yeah, that's it was banging. That's good. good stuff. So yeah, I think I think I could stick with that one. That's That was a really good recipe. Yeah, yeah, you can keep that one there. Now, I also want to talk about zip sauce. I know zip sauce is big in Michigan. With mm-hmm. that they put on the steak, it's like Worcestershire combined with butter and a little seasoning. Do you hit, hit that on your steaks a little? Well, you know... Um when I remember, like, the zip sauce, my sister, uh, she's in class right now uh, trying to be a chef. And so, you know, she's almost at the end. But they cook every day. And, you know, she eat more zip sauce than I ever ate in my life. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's just now she understands how to do a lot more. You know, I mean, I've, I'm sure I would learn to put more stuff together that tastes good. And she really likes zip sauce. But I really haven't had the chance to right. really I want to hook you up some. We got yeah. a good season coming up. Plenty of time for me to do some original zip sauce. Will you try it with the yeah, steak? Yeah, I'll try it. I'll All try right. It. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into that. I'm going to get a decent recipe. We're going to put it out for you. Got you. All right. A long time ago, two years, <laughs> you used to have beef scrapple in the morning. And that was something Matt and I had to go out and find for you. It was hard to find it because everybody's got that pork scrapple. What mm-hmm. is it about the beef scrapple that's so much, not so much better than the pork, but why do you like it more? Uh, it's just a different... 
a different taste. You know, I like that taste. And the beef, I mean, I like beef over pork all day. I mean, because that's why I eat steak, you know, mm-hmm. most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, Except you know, for the smothered pork chops. Right. right. Yeah. The smothered pork chops, you know, I, I love them things, uh, especially with a good season on them. But, you know, I'm just a meat eater, period. But uh, the beef definitely tastes better, you know, even though I, um, I like both of them. And, you know, the first time when I – I mean, when we was talking about the scrapple stuff, you know, because I, I will see it, you post – I mean, you will put the pork out every now and again. I'm like, what's that? You said scrapple, when I tried it, and then I had the taste of the beef, and I was just like, wow, like, you know, I need that. Because I didn't know Philly, uh, you know, was known for that. Yeah, Philly, that Philly's time. got some beef. They even got turkey scrapple now if you want to go lean. But Dang. I know you're going to be hitting that beef. So. Yeah. Very, very cool, man. All right, so let's talk about Detroit again. What were some of your go-to spots in Detroit? I know, like, where you where would you go to get the coney sauce? Where would you go to have a good steak sandwich? Um, I would go uh, by my house. You know, in the neighborhoods, uh, usually had the best stuff because you know it's just seasoned good. I mean, you know, you just I would get my my where I got bigger when I got in high school. I would get like a, a bacon burger with. A coney dog with chili cheese fries and that's you know you can eat all that um you know because you got the dog you eat that then the chili cheese you know is really good too and then you know a burger with that boy i was a fat boy <laughs> was that like your after practice uh snack like that at was the end like of the late week? night that was oh, like that late, was late night, night. Okay. late night snacks that's the one that just came to mind you know because uh and uh i mean high school my senior year man that's all i was doing you know, uh, just going out, having fun, because I was suspended from all spring sports. Because in Michigan, you can't go out of state to play in all-star games, and I played in the Texas All-American game. And so I couldn't participate in track and all that stuff. So that whole time, man, I would go out, have Coney, you know, work out here and there. But, you know, it was just a good time my senior year. That's when I really started exploring and eating, you know, at different places. 100%, man. I like to explore different types of things like in philadelphia cheesesteaks and i keep going to new ones if i find them or somebody recommends them to me yeah what'd you say your spot is if you had to pick one i mean i go to gyms then you know i had max's before i mean escabibbles is really good um you know uh pats and geno's is just a regular you know uh tourist spots but i feel like gyms is better okay. you know people I'm, can I'm a big fan of don't gyms, add so. me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know uh but you know it's just um I, but you know what I really like is uh, the cheesesteak up in here. Oh, yeah, we hook them up, up good here. You Y'all like hook them up real good Thank over you. here. What's your you perfect cheesesteak? What do you put on it? I know uh, this answer, but well, you know, I want the guests American cheese, uh, grilled onions, and, you know, that's it pretty much in steak. Well done onions. Well done. Well yeah. done onions. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, we uh, American cheese. In, in the time I've made Brandon steaks, and I've been here 12 years, um, so when he first came in and I started making him steaks, he would always tell me, <laughs> The onions aren't done enough. Put them back on. The onions aren't done enough. Put them back on. And through doing that, I got it to where you liked it. And then I started trying them like really dark like that. And now I'm hooked. So if I go out to have one, and if the onions are still white, I'm like, dude, put it back on. Yeah, put it back on. BG says put it back gotta, on. got to put them back on. Put it back on the grill. No, but they, it, uh, it, it do give you that nice little flavor. You know, I like it uh, definitely on a hot dog. Amen, man. Uh-huh. All right, let's take you into our lightning round. We're just going to ask you three or four questions, and we'll let you go. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for sitting down with us. Oh, yeah. All right. Most favorite sandwich ever in your life? Most favorite sandwich? Uh, ham and cheese. Ham and cheese. Ham, ham and cheese with bacon on it. Nice. I like the double pork in that. Mm-hmm. I like it. And that's the one time I'll see B not go for the And beef. I say the grilled ham and cheese if I can get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I got to yeah. you know, grill the toast. Amen. 
You need that toast to be nice and make, crisp and buttery. Make it like a uh, grilled cheese sandwich. Amen, brother. Mm-hmm. Amen. What's your favorite pizza toffee? Uh, pepperoni. Okay. You just straight up pepperoni? Well, you know what? Really, I, I'm always a, I'm on pepperoni and bacon, so I go bacon okay. since I'm sure everybody like pepperoni. Now, let me just get into something here. Uh, Melodicum aboard with us, and I had a chance to sit down with him, and he, he's telling me that our bacon in this country is burnt. Would you agree with that? Because in, in Australia and where he's been throughout the world, it, it's a little underdone. It's not crispy like we get we eat it here. Do you think that in this country the bacon's cooked a little too much, or do you like it nice and crisp? I like it nice and crisp. Uh, it, it can be a little chewy, though. Like, it can be soft. Not even, like, not not undone, but, you know, it's just like it, it's cooked all the way through, but it's still got that that good little soft texture to it. You know, it look golden brown, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just... And it's still soft. You right. know, I don't want it stiff. Uh, sizzling in the middle of the eggs with the melted cheese. That's the way I like my bacon. Okay. I love it like that. Yeah. All right, last question. What is the weirdest or oddest food you've ever eaten in your life? Mm. You know what? Quail. Quail. Yeah. How'd they prepare that? Um, I can't remember. I think it was grilled. Probably grilled. Yeah, the little birds, little tiny birds. Yep, the little tiny birds. Uh, I was with T. Cole, matter of fact. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> that was the first time I I actually you know ate something like that. Yep. But okay. I'm always open. But you know that was he was like, man, you gotta try this. They're small though. I know. So would you have to get like another order? Because me, like, if you give me like two little half. <laughs> well, quails. I would just taste that. Well, that was just the oddest thing. Like okay. you know, yeah. And I never really knew about quails until I ate one, and I had to learn about them. All right, last question for you. If you could only have one food for the rest of your career in football, and they said, BG, this is what you're eating, what would it be? As far as just one? Just, just one? one food, yep. You got to pick something. More, I'm going to have to go with um, some some wing things. I like chicken. Oh, amen. Yep. I like me some crispy wings, too. I love, I love the good seasoning on it. Man, them boys seasoning right? Oh, you good. Beautiful. Like a fried. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. BG, thank you so much for sitting down with us today. I really appreciate you, my man. Uh, thank you, Tim. We're going to get you in the cafeteria, hook you up one hell of a burger right I know, now. I'm okay? hungry right now. All right. Thanks <laughs> again, brother. Always a pleasure to talk with Brandon Graham. Absolute wonderful pleasure for me to finally be able to talk to him on this podcast. I just want to thank Chef Buddy Valestra. I want to thank Brandon Graham for their time. I want to thank you fans out there that have been listening to us and helping us grow. And the way that you can help us grow even more is wherever you get your podcasts, please rate us, give us some comments, let us know how we're doing. Also, if you want to find out more about what goes on behind the scenes here food-wise at the Philadelphia Eagles NovaCare Complex, you can check out my Instagram. That's cheftim.eagles. And you can check out all the different things that we're hooking up for our favorite football team. So won't you please join us next time as we continue our exploration of the food culture of everyday people who live extraordinary lives. Go Birds!